Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back with you, Tower 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Cornhead Lager. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel, the Hall of Fame coach. Back with us, Gary Barnett kicks off Hour 2. Coach, how's the day? Thanks for a few minutes. Hey, Chris, it's great. I'll tell you, we're having a great, great uh, late fall, early winter down here in uh, Arizona. The weather's been perfect, so I have nothing to complain about. Hey, rub it in a little more. Yeah, right, well, well, it's, gonna, it's, it's 60 <laughs> to it's 62 degrees here, but, you know, wind. I need to put a vest on today because, you know, it might be chilly. <laughs> but, uh, so did you play golf and are you grilling? Uh, I did play golf. I'm not going to grill tonight because I got a Zoom call with another deal. And so uh, I don't know what I'm going to do for dinner. Um, that's a good question. I haven't thought about it. Well, uh, I'm sure you'll get some ribs going, possibly. I don't know. Uh, you'll get the barbecue fired up. Coach, there's a lot to get into uh, since we last talked and between the, the, the playoff and the reality is so many teams are are trying to upgrade their quarterback spot and I know last week we talked a lot about Will Howard I want to get your thoughts on this to start off this new suggestion about a a football subdivision by the new NCAA president uh, for college football a new subdivision where the haves can go kind of create their own league or set up and I'd love your thoughts on the governance of NIL, transfer rules. Uh, Nebraska Grandpa chimes into our stream and asks about, about a salary cap or a scholarship cap. Walk me through your thoughts on this, this proposal here moving forward. Well, as you know, I've, I, I, I predicted all this a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, five or six years ago, I, I figured it was – going to get to this i didn't know how it was going to get there but i i knew that that eventually we we would get there uh i'm not enthused about it but it's reality and we're going to have to deal with it i really think this ncaa proposal is just chum in the water i think they're trying to find out how everybody feels about it they're trying to see if congress is gonna is gonna look at it and say whoa this is crazy and we're gonna do something about it i mean charlie baker's smart enough no, he's not going to put anything out there really firm right now. He's going to put something out that everybody's going to look at, play around with, think about, uh, bounce it off different people, uh, and that's where I see it going. Now, that being said, you know, part of this thing would be a uh, in-house collective. So it would basically eliminate 
a lot of the collectives that are out there and would let the university directly deal with that and raise the money themselves. Is that a good thing? I think it probably is. Um, you know, I think the, the uh, uh, transfer, you know, they're talking about now letting them transfer as many times as they want. I don't think that's a good deal. I don't think that's a smart thing. Uh, but we may not be able to control it. And, uh, you know, I, I know there's more and more attorney generals that are saying, let's turn this into employees. Well, if you go to employees, uh, make players employees, then that athletic department is going to have to be separate from the university. Otherwise, it's going to be uh, tied into Title IX. And uh, you, you just can't put that many people uh, you know, that many people on the, the various uh, expenses that come along with paying employees. So uh, I do think that they're throwing something out there. I think that eventually it's going to get to a point where the big guys are going to pay and pay a lot and the little guys aren't. Uh, so it's chumming the water right now just to see how everybody feels and what kind of responses they can get. Gary Barnett is with us here on Hale Varsity Radio. And Gary, I think the only guarantee moving forward, especially with the, the world of NIL and changing NCA, is that the, the government will get theirs. That is a guarantee in life. But <laughs> uh, I want to get your thoughts specifically on what you said about getting NIL collectives, kind of moving them to the side, moving NIL in-house. I think that's eventually where college football is almost guaranteed to be moving with just the can of worms that the collectives are. Bringing it in-house seems to make a lot of sense. And I want to get your kind of inside perspective on the NIL dealings, the what you've seen. The collectives essentially are a middleman because Matt Rule gets up in front of the media last week and talks about the $1.5 to $2 million number, but technically the coaching staff isn't supposed to have any control over that. It's supposed to be the collectives that make kind of an independent offer, but it doesn't really work that way. Like, How exactly is this process working from that point of view? Or is the collective just a middleman between athletic department and an athlete yeah elijah it absolutely is but it can't that the uh um the connection between the athlete uh, between the athletic department and the collectives it it really it's illegal to have it you know it's improper to have it and so what you end up doing is being as creative as you can try to and as private as you can i mean going through an attorney for example um if the athletic department calls the, an attorney and says you know we want to pay six, 16 guys this x amount of money then the attorney can then call the collective and say okay the athletic department wants to pay 16 guys this kind of money well because there's attorney client privileges uh you know, the attorney is everything's safe, and that and you end up going around. I mean, that's 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 backwards. It's you know, it's you're just <laughs> conniving, and um, that kind of stuff would be cleared up if collectives were in house. Uh, there, you wouldn't need that communication. They could form their own. They already have a staff. You know, it's it's uh, it would take a lot of the uh, pressure off of collectives. I would tell you that. Coach, I want to get your thoughts on some of the quarterbacks that are in the portal. Nebraska has been visiting a number. They had an in-home with, or at least a a trip out to the Palouse where you were just at 
uh, talked with Cameron Ward. They've checked in on McCord at Ohio State, Levitt at Michigan State. And, uh, you know, it sounds like Will Howard may be looking at, at USC, but uh, you've kind of kept an eye on quarterbacks. What's your take on, on McCord? And we're both kind of going, wow, an 11-1 and one quarterback's in the portal. He's not as mobile as other guys, but what, what do you like about McCord, and do you think he'd fit in Lincoln? Well, first of all, I don't think 11-1 means a damn thing when you've got Marvin Harrison and you've got an offensive line like he has. I mean, I don't think that's what you look at as a record. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you look at what kind of abilities he brings and whether that fits into your system. Um, you know, I Will Howard to me is the perfect match, or even Cam Ward. Even though Cam Ward does not run much, mm-hmm. Will Howard does and can. Um, Cam Ward, uh, it really, he, he does everything he can to try not to run. Uh, he's a big guy, and he's not as mobile as you might think he, he looks. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, you know, there'll be, there'll be some other quarterbacks out there. It's a tough choice. And I hadn't heard the Will Howard, the SC, but maybe that makes sense. Uh, certainly probably would to him. But, um, you know, any one of those three, of the three quarterbacks, Will Howard's the one I would chase the most, or somebody like Will Howard that, you know, for example, the, the guy at Coastal Carolina, or that was at Coastal Carolina, is now at Liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that guy is, is a winner, and he's the kind of guy I think that would fit in the match system pretty well. So uh, you just got to look around, and, and I, you disregard the record. I don't care how many games they won. It, you know, it depends on who they had around them at the time. If they didn't win a few games but this guy played his fanny off, then, uh, you know, you got to take a look at that. Grayson McCall, who you're talking about. I've been shouting yeah. his name from the yeah. rooftop. Yeah, I mean, how, how, uh, how attractive do you think Nebraska is uh, at, for, for quarterbacks? I know money can talk, but it's, it's also got to be fit, right? Yeah, but fit, and, and you said it, money can talk, and that's what's going on right now. Um, is it a fit for him? But, you know, right now these quarterbacks are taking it, you know, they're, they're taking a leap of faith to go make some money and see how they do. And, um, you know, you hope you have the opportunity to, to make sure it's a fit. But, uh, you know, some of these decisions get made pretty fast, and, and uh, you've got you've to show them that he fits. You, you've got to pretty much say, you know, I wouldn't be here if you didn't fit. And then the kid's got to believe it. Well, Coach, if you were in one of these quarterbacks' corners advising them through the, the transfer process, what would be your, your pros and cons of going to Nebraska? Well, I'd say uh, tell me how they protected their quarterback. Tell me how they're going to use you. Mm-hmm. Tell me what the receiver's core looks like because that is primary. Uh, that, you know, even it's as much important as it's just as important as an offensive line. Do you use a tight end? Um, you know, how much is the run game going to benefit my protection piece and the receivers I'm going to have? Um, you know, I, I mean, they all, th- those are all questions that are tough questions. Can Nebraska answer those questions in a, in a manner that would make it appealing to the quarterback? Coach, want to get your thoughts on how things shook out with the playoff. 
Are you excited about the, the Final Four matchups? And then a comment on Florida State. I know you're close with that program. Well, no, I'm, I'm about as disgusted as Mike Norvell was. Um, I mean, I, I think it's just a doggone shame. I mean, if, when this happens, everything erodes. When you take a 13-0 team and you can't make the playoffs, even though he's been in the top four the whole time through, and you can't make a playoff because the number eight team, eight team happens to be from the SEC and is coached by Nick Saban, makes a jump like that. And I'm, as you know, I'm a Nick fan. I, I mean, we're we're decent friends. And uh, but to get there because you threw a pass on fourth down when Auburn didn't rush anybody and you make a miracle catch, that doesn't put you in the playoffs. Okay. Um, you know, what puts you in the playoffs the way you played all year and to me. And, and so I, I, I'm sort of disgusted with the whole thing, but you know what? Nobody's called me about it except you, Chris. So, <laughs> uh, do I like the playoff games? Um, yeah, I think the Washington-Texas game is going to be a great game. I think that's going to be fun to watch. Um, you know, watching uh, uh, Alabama, uh, you know, you know, who knows? I don't know where that one's going to go. But um, I sure – and Michigan. I, I think Michigan's a better team. Um, but uh, I, I would get excited about watching the uh, Washington and, and Texas game. Well, Coach, you, you, we kind of let off this interview talking about the future of college football. And, and the future of college football is a 12-team playoff. We saw it in 2014 with TCU getting excluded. Now we see it again in 2023 with Florida State getting excluded. And the argument for 12 is, well, this won't happen anymore in a 12-team playoff. What's your take on, on the 12-team playoff moving forward in terms of making sure you get the right teams into the playoff? Well, first of all, I, I'm more in favor of what happens during the season than I am the playoffs. And so, for me, I've never been a fan of a 12-team playoff because Washington and Oregon would never have had the kind of game they had at the end of the year because they'd both already be in the playoffs. Uh, it takes your league championship, makes them virtually, you know, probably unimportant in, in half the cases. Um, so, I don't think there's 12 teams that deserve to be in a playoff. I think it's hard to find four. Uh, I, I think a 16 six Number would have been right, but again, I wasn't involved with any of that. I think I don't think we have 12 teams right now in Division One football that deserve to be in a playoff. Coach, we'll wind it down and and probably get some bowl picks next week. Uh, what is the Coach Barnett house look like from a Christmas light standpoint? Are you Griswold? Or are you minimal? No, we're minimal. We've got the uh, nice big red uh, uh, dried peppers outside. For you know, we'll probably have a little tree. Uh, we haven't done it yet, so we're we're going to be we're going to go to Colorado for for three days. So I don't know if we're going to go to a lot of expense, but we're not Clark Griswold. I did that once. I, that's it. I'm not doing it yet. How was the but, experience? Uh, definitely, definitely minimal. Okay. Did me? Did you? Now, I expect your house to be just lit up like a 4th of July. I've never in my life put up lights. <laughs> that doesn't mean you won't. No. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> happy wife, happy life, Shmitty. Oh, listen, there's 4,000 tubs of, of crap in the basement. So when it's Christmas time, day after Thanksgiving, she's hauling up every nutcracker and Santa and 
ornament there is. What the best part is is watching the dogs coach use their tail to, to play whiplash with the, the tree ornaments. That's, that's what's oh, funny. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's all right. Well, we'll check in soon. Uh, enjoy uh, your evening and, and stay stay warm down there in Arizona, all right? Oh, yeah, I'm going to put on a vest. Love you guys. <laughs> Coach, take care. Appreciate you. There he is, Gary Barnett with us on Hale Varsity Radio. Awesome perspective on, on uh, the playoff and, uh, of course, the NIL setup, what's going on. Pretty intriguing, too, with – all right, uh, let's call the attorney. Attorney, you call the collective, and uh, let's get things worked out that way. Here's here's the number, and yeah, the um, questions and answers, if I'm a quarterback, being courted for the portal laid out there by Barney. Open phones here for you. Want to jump in? You're welcome to do it, 489-1240 or 800-825-5865. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Hale Varsity continues. We're... Powered by Cornhead Lager.